Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Full Throttle Refuel, your weekly roundup of all things Rocket League esports. I'm Not Blonde Monkey, and with me today are Swami. Hello. And Sigmoid. Hello. This week, we had the, the kicking off of the EU and NARLCS, as well as the South American Grand Series, and quite a few big announcements. The, the first of which came last Wednesday. Uh, this was the, the huge announcement that esports items were finally coming out. Uh, the release date is a week from recording this, which is April, Tuesday, April the 16th. Do you think this, Sigma, do you think this announcement is very, is positive for the future of Rocket League esports? I mean, we've been asking it for it for ages. Uh, I hope everything we've been asking for is included in it. Um, there's potential that we'll see some professionals using their team colors on the server as well, uh, which is going to be great to see. Actually, Torment was streaming just now, and he mentioned that if the decal is clean enough, he'd definitely be using it. So should be good. Well, having seen, you know, sort of the, some of the things on like Alpha, on Alpha, things like Alpha Console over the last over the last while, do you think something like that would work well? Uh, I mean, the Alpha Console stuff is great. Uh, I can't wait to see the official content getting put out at you know, at yeah, long yeah, last because yeah. you know when the clubs came out, we were we were hyping up the potential for verified clubs using club colors on the decals. Oh God, Veri- verified clubs took them until like a week and a half ago to finally implement them no that's another new thing it's in mm-hmm. there now yeah well uh, technically it's that's not really an announcement the announcement came last august but yeah they, they, they've no, finally been that. added yeah. yeah um right so during league play last weekend not long after the broadcast kicked off we had the fir- another big announcement uh, because again, quite early on in the season, they announced the land location, which this time around is in New Jersey. Um, Swami, do you, are you excited? Do you think the arena is a good selection? Uh, I'm definitely excited because I live in New Jersey, so it's like oh yeah, that's that's very like an hour that's very me. hype. I, rem- I remember seeing the announcement for for Landon, which and then I realised it was like forty uh, forty minutes away by on on the train, and uh, I was very excited. It'd be like a crime not to go at that point. A little concerned, to be honest. Uh, I think stadium, it's a good stadium if this was, you know, a sports audience. It's the home of the New Jersey Devils hockey team. But this is Rocket League, and with a 19,500 seating capacity, yeah, that I don't was... think we're going to be filling but like a quarter of that, maybe. It, what they what Sionics could do is they could go back to a sort of a theater setup where they just have you know most of it closed off and only have part of it, which I think could work. Even though the arena setup definitely I think is better. Uh, I've never been there myself either, so there might be some you know upper sections that they might not be using. So you know we'll see. Maybe they can make it work. I mean, admit. personally, I feel a bit disappointed. Like, Landon was probably the best LAN Rocket League has ever seen and probably will see, at least for the foreseeable future. And yet they've gone to NA twice in a row now. Yeah, exactly. That seems slightly weird, especially because there were quite, I, there were quite a lot of rumours that it was going to be in Paris. Um, so uh, to then see it not only not be there, but be in NA again is slightly disheartening as an EU fan. I mean, even as an NA fan myself, I enjoyed Landon way more than, you know, the Vegas land or um, the DC land mm-hmm. that came before it. So. Yeah. 
I have to agree. The crowds, they they really transfer the energy even over stream. So Yeah, exactly. That was that was so fun. Being a part of that crowd in in London was amazing. Absolutely. Right, anyway, on to on to the next sort of set of announcements. There were quite a lot of them, which is the new talent and lack of talent in the RLCS. So we'll start off with, with the fact that Shogun appears to be nowhere near the RLCS broadcast, um, probably meaning he's still got some form of visa issues. Sigma, do you think that we'll see him here toward before this season ends, especially with Land being in the US? I mean, neither him nor Psionics have been willing to talk about it. So I reckon either he's going to be back very soon, or we're never going to see him in an RLCS studio again, because there's a fair. Yeah, chance I, I hate to long. I hate to yeah. say it, but I think that that is pretty that is a pretty good prediction. Um, so it just feels like the best two casters from RLCS, at least my personal favorites are. Yeah, are I, I think I definitely agree with you, Carpet and Shogun. Yeah. Um, so a happier, a definitely more happy announcement was the surprise reveal of Isaac App who most of you probably know as Turtle, played on, uh, qualified for the first three seasons of LAN, was in the RLCS for four seasons, played on Dignitas at one point. Um, Turtle is was revealed to be on the RLCS, is on the RLCS broadcast as a caster and an analyst. Swami, did you enjoy his, his sort of his first foray onto the desk? I thought it was a really interesting choice to pick up someone like Turtle. I mean, of course, you know, he, doesn't have the experience that some other casters have, but what he does have is the legitimacy as a pro player to actually pick apart plays, analyze things, get into the mindset of players and transfer, uh, transfer that to the audience. And I think that, you know, as the series that he casted went on, he really honed in on his communication abilities and was getting really good at it. So I think there's hope for him. Yeah. There was also, I saw that uh, Dapper was saying on stream, how Sionix also asked him to cast. Um, would would he have made for a good... Do you think he'd have been as good as Turtle? Better? Worse? I mean, personally, from watching Dapper's streams, uh, I don't necessarily think that he has the the clarity of communication, if that makes sense. He definitely has the mind for it. He can definitely analyze them. Um, he's a very smart guy, but it's the communication aspect that I would worry about from Dapper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, so the next the next RLCS caster was uh, our former RLRS caster who missed the first week due to the being casting the CRL finals. We'll come back to those later. Um, but he he casted many, pretty much all of the big off-season competitions. So E League and DreamHack Leipzig. Um, do you think he? Do you think this is you know he's this is his actual his chance to prove himself? Do you think he's gonna? Well, this is his chance to prove himself. Do you think he's gonna take it? Do you think he's gonna do well? I think he's already proven himself because Psionics have been pretty picky with their casters already. I mean, they dropped Quinn last year. They've dropped Shogun and Axel. That's Toss. true. Uh, they didn't really drop Shogun. Yeah, well, we I don't mean, know so, the full story yeah. there. Uh, Carpet That's true. left, right? In the off season, uh, yeah, I believe Carpet left on his own terms. Yeah. Um, right. So after the after the announcement of Yorbi, uh, so that's today when we're recording. Uh, former Heroes of the Storm 
so I guess Talon Halloran announced that he had replaced Gillyweed as the host of the RLRS. Do you, do, have you enjoyed his what his work on the CRL broadcast? First of all, don't let him catch you calling him that. It's Halloran. He says okay. that on his Twitter bio. He's very adamant about that. All right, I, I take that back then. I'm sorry. I'm sorry in advance. Uh, I, I think that he's he's definitely a good presence to have. He's he's kind of been broken in a bit with the CRL streams. He's kind of you know work into the chemistry that you know people like. Corelli and Jorby have or Corelli and Achieves. So I think yeah. I think he's gonna do a good job. He's needs to be seen like how much his uh, analytical analytical sense for the game improves, but I think Yeah. He's gotten pretty lucky as well. Uh the HGC, which is the Heroes of the Storm premier tournament, got shut down by Blizzard at the end of last year. Uh and since then I wouldn't exactly call that lucky. I mean, well, yeah, the the, uh, the the hot stuff was pretty bad, but to get a new post so soon, yeah, exactly. Because I know well, it was, it was a similar. Yeah. It was a, I'm pretty sure it was a similar situation with Gillyweed, because she was all she was also she also came over from Heroes towards the end of last year, um, and now she's working for Psionics as their sort of broadcast specialist. I'm not quite sure what that that role entails, but yeah, she's um, she's done pretty well for herself after. The whole hero down to like she's kind of coaching a lot of the talent behind the scenes, yeah. And I think that's a really good thing for them because I think she was a really great host for RLRS. And yeah, exactly. She was she was very insight. good, and also uh, she was a good analyst at the time. At the point, even though she didn't really, she hasn't been in Rocket League for very long. The weeks where she was an analyst at um, RLCS, she was really good. Yeah, she absolutely does her research, which is really yeah. great to see. Um, right, so moving on to the first set of RLCS results, um, which is which are all sort of, so North America kicked things off. So the first series, uh, we had Ghost versus NRG. So Ghost were definitely looking to prove that adding adding in Illusion was a good was a good choice, even though uh, and you know that they were trying the commu- a lot of the community were saying that Zane Jackie needed to go for multiple seasons. But they did not get off to the start they wanted to. They lost. They lost. They lost in a relatively close series to NRG. They showed that they could compete. But if they had, if they had won this, that definitely would have given them more confidence heading into their series later on against Splice. Um. Well, yeah. What did you? What did you guys think of this one? Uh, I mean, expected result, but a ghost and show. Ghost have shown that they can play. I suppose when they want to play, it's not really their choice. But yeah, but they they're sort of two faced in a way. Hmm. So next up was a was a very interesting series. So Cloud Nine coming off the back of the World Championship, doing relatively well for themselves in the off season, coming up against promoted team Splice, who their results hadn't been great in the off season, but. Splice really showed that they could that they were a solid team. They got swept, but I mean three overtimes, that's definitely respectable against the world champions and currently, if we're looking at the Liquipedia rating, the number one team in the world. Yeah, absolutely. I mean and a lot of those overtimes came from clutch last second goals, so and you know, they were one goal away from winning each game, so it could have gone either way, in my opinion. Although I think Cloud Nine's class just kind of clutched it out for them. Yeah, Cloud. Yeah, they they definitely they showed a sort of 
season season two season three flip side esque sort of performance where they just they just win out every overtime. They just come in clutch. Uh, it reminded me of that uh, series between Flipside and Dignitas. Um, yeah, I remember that. That was they, um, were they Gale Force? That was before they got signed. It was Gale Force. Dignitas. Yeah, it have been Gale Force. Except but, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a cra- yeah, that was a crazy series. Um, right. So next up, Evil Geniuses. Their their story is they're trying to prove that their cross region transfer of Drippe, the money they've spent on that, they got they're trying to prove that it's worth it. And they got off to an all right start. They took down Rogue in five games, but again, Rogue also had very shaky off season results. So, Sigma, do you think going to f- going to five games could that come back? Do you think that'll damage their confidence? Uh, I mean, Rogue haven't had the most impressive off-season, but we've got to be at least a bit forgiving to this multinational mix. Uh, Drippe has never had to play uh, with fear of not getting to LAN uh, before. And the pressure That's it, NA's, yeah, that is quite a good uh, point. Uh, the pressure in NA might have caused him to crumble initially. Uh, they lost one of the first few games, I think. And he didn't have a great first game either. Uh, I think he found his feet uh, towards the start yeah, of game once, three. Once he found his feet, he definitely looked like yeah. probably the strongest player on that team. Yeah, he was very good. He he scored that hat. I, I think Corrupted um, G looked okay. like the strongest on that. Yeah, team Corrupted G was also very good. He did, he definitely did well. Fantasy team. Even classics did show up. You know, he he did what he had to do. Yeah, to yeah. Evil G, EG, they did what they had to do to get the win, but not really anything more than that the story of their entire careers yeah exactly i mean if they if they can do that against you know the other six teams they have to play that's fine but yeah exactly well we've seen it before teams have played to the level of the other team and ended up not going through i mean historically it would affect them most on the head-to-heads but that definitely reminds me of the uh triple trouble versus mouseport series that we'll get onto later oh boy that was a, that was an interesting one, right? Anyway, back to NA. Um, so Ghost in the in their typical style lost a game five this time against Splice, which is a series that I re- I think they probably they definitely should be winning. Um, they that was that's definitely that definitely could come back to hurt them once the end of the season rolls around. Swami, do you think this could you know this could ruin that th- this could potentially destroy their season already? I mean, what is this, like the third season in a row that Ghost starts 0-2? It's, they're really bad at starting off league play. I, I don't know what it is. Well, it might be because like, they're, they're, co- they're almost constantly... They're, I think all of those seasons, they've changed up a player. Yeah, that's right. They have had a different roster every season, the past mm-hmm. few ones. You know, let them centered so... Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, this series, it just seemed like... Splice was really well making strong challenges and ghosts just on defense looked a little too panicked at times and illusion I mean we know he's capable of good things I mean ghosts made it through the dreamhack qualifiers and that was the only reason they were able to compete there yeah exactly that would have been it would have been without that dreamhack qualifier because they they were also looking at signing Arsenal like they played with him during the WSOE qualifiers. So we could have seen Arsenal there instead had they not won out that qualifier. But I think Illusion, I reckon, I think he was the right pickup. And I, but they've got to improve now. They've got to start getting some wins on the board. Otherwise, they're going to be yeah. l- looking straight down the bottom two of the league. 
I mean, I, I rate Lethemir, um individually as one of the best mechanical and, you know, just game sense players in the, in the world. So I, I really expect a lot more from him, to be honest. Yeah. Right. Moving on, we had uh, the last series of the day. That was a really good series. G2 reverse sweeping Space Station Gaming, which was all three, well, two players making their RLCS debuts and then as well as Sathu. Um. Space Station looked really good in their fir- in the first couple of games, but uh, they were made. They were their passes were great. They were they were all over G two at times, but I think then G two st- definitely started fighting back. Uh, they were all really close games as well. They, they I guess they just got caught towards the end. Uh, yeah, g- game two was probably the turning point when we got forced to overtime. Uh, even though they won that. They're probably going to be feeling pretty shaken after being forced to overtime. I don't think they had to experience that last season in the RLRS. Uh, you know, getting pushed that hard. Uh, I'm going to look. Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, the, but like in those first couple of games, they looked like their 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 passing was incredible. Like every single touch was going towards a teammate, and every pretty much every single touch was being hit. The next hit was from another space station player um if they play like that could you see them qualifying for lan uh they've got top six potential that's for sure uh they're gonna have to put up repeated performances uh against the mid-league teams you know your eg your splice uh ghost yeah i I agree completely i think they're a shoo-in for top six and the land spot is completely up in the air for me yeah. Right. So that takes us on to after all of that, we've got a we table. There's it's hard to take anything really notable from this, but seeing none in NLG, um, uh, finish it ending ending up top two, eg G two splice and space station, also managing to make it into the top six, but and then you have who and then you got Ghost and Rogue in those bottom two spots. That that does seem like it could end up like that in four weeks' time. Uh, I definitely agree. Yeah, uh, I mean the big three haven't been divided since season four. Uh, I think this is the season where it's going to happen. Uh, there's too many teams which are performing just below the level of the big three. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's definitely happen. true. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think a lot of the middle of the pack teams have closed the gap on EG. And I think EG was like a solid fourth, in my opinion, until now. Yeah, I still think I, I think rather th- it's definitely they haven't got worse. Everyone else gotten better, but they've still definitely improved. I'm I still think that Drippe could almost be seen as an upgrade over Chicago because he was by far the best player from OCE and um, Chiefs did way better than EG at LAN. They got top four, so yeah. I mean, the, it's, de- I, it's I think it's definitely the Chicago and Drippe roster moves. I definitely think both teams, but c- c- both teams could have benefited. Let's not forget uh, at the, they, at the end of it. They did beat TSM at DreamHack, so it's not like they haven't oh, yeah, had they any results. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, a convincing series. It was in five games, if I recall, and you know. It- but still, that that that's still against TSM, who at the time were. Aside, like they they were doing absolutely brilliantly before they lost to MCon. Uh, yeah, 
Um, I mean, M- MCON's hot and cold as well. They yeah, that's true. Well. The Dutch teams all have a consistency issue, but we'll talk about the Dutch teams yeah. later because we've got more stuff on them. Yeah, exactly. Um, right, so predictions for this week. Um, we'll start off with G2 versus Rogue. So, Sw- uh, Swami, who do you think is going to win that? I have to say G2. I would give Rogue one game. Uh, I think the uh, Kronobi rivalry is going to carry them a little bit. Yeah, no no, re- not re- no revenge. I'm giving Rogue two games. Uh, I think they'll push it close, but do, I think just this one's got G2's name all over it. Yeah, all right. I think uh, the Rogue looked okay against EG, but EG, once they got going, it w- they really still decided to expose Rogue's weaknesses. I don't see them winning a game here. I think it's a 3 0 sweep for, for G2. Um, right, next up, Ghost against Cloud9. Uh, Sigmoid, who you got? Ghost 3 1. Ghost 3 1 every time. Against uh, Cloud9. Ghost, Ghost, Cloud9, Cloud9. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say oh, every time silence. seems a bit of a bit of a bit of a big prediction. I mean, I did lose out on the predictions last week, so I need some sort of miracle like That's that to true. come through. Got to, got to, got to hope for the upsets, right, Swami? Who you got? I after seeing Ghost's defense this past week, I have to say Cloud Nine three zero. They're just gonna come out with their aggressive offense and just stomp them. I reckon if Ghost can play like they did against NLG, I reckon they can at least get one or two games. But yeah, C9 winning this every day of the week. Um, right, next game. Space Station versus Evil Geniuses. Swami, who you got? I'm going Space Station 3-2 three, three, in this. I think that that was the same score when they played in DreamHack. I think that Space Station is going to repeat again. I think they're just a really quality team-based play style and They'll be able to hold it down. Yeah. All right. I've got the same score, but I feel like it's going to depend almost entirely on Drippe, whether he can be the star player EG need him yeah. to be or not. Oh yeah. I agree. I reckon I've got I think I've got EG taking this three two. I think it's definitely gonna go to game five, but it's it's a toss up who's gonna win this. They're both really, really close. It just depends if the space station we see, it depends if it's the ones who showed up in games one and two against G2 or games three, four, and five. Um, I think I could, I could see EG reverse sweeping this. Uh, again, it would be unlucky for space station, but EG, once they get going, they're really Unlucky. strong. Try soul crushing two series in a row. Yeah, that would be, that would be pretty hard. Right. Next up, splice versus NRG. Uh, Sigmoid, who you got? Uh, NRG win 3-1. Uh, I, I, I think it just has its name written on it from the start. NRG's by far the better team, and although Splice performed yeah. well against Cloud9, they they, they were going to take one game at best, and if they do, it's going to be... Well, NRG, NRG have been again. pretty dominant of NA in the off-season. Because like o- over the other teams, they've just they've pretty much won every single t- game against like the big three and everyone else below them. Yeah. Swami, what about you? Swami? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three two for energy because I think Splice, uh, especially after getting that win and you know with every game against Cloud Nine going to overtime, I think they're gonna come in confident and put up a fight. I reckon. Yeah, I've got I've got energy. 
Flies will come in fast and they'll take the first game, but then energy will start to settle in. They'll get over that one game and then they'll take it 3-1. Um, I think NRG, they've just got too much class, or like especially over other North American teams. Absolutely. Um, f- final NA game, we got Splice against NRG. Um, that's that's I'm gonna... just talked about. Oh, <laughs> yeah, never mind. Last game of NA, we've got G2 versus EG. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say EG taking this. I've, uh, I think 3-2. I think they're going to get revenge on Chicago. Um, I think Drippe is going to prove himself. Even if even if EG lose against Space Station, they'll come into this series with with a point to prove, and I think they're going to prove it. Uh, I mean, it depends how long it takes G two to click. Uh, they picked up Chicago. Maybe they were suffering from I don't know a lack of synergy on week one. They'll be working on that this week. Uh, I have still got the series going to EG three two, uh, just based on G 2s lack of composure in that first game. I am going to go ahead and pick G2 only because they've gone 6-1 and one the last three seasons, is it? And I think that they're going to do it again here and EG is not going to be the one. That Yeah, that definitely does seem possible. Right, so over in Europe, we had a, a very interesting start with Triple Trouble against the Bricks. It was a, it was a ridiculously close series. Um... But Triple Trouble managed to take the Game 5 overtime, but it definitely was not the cleanest of wins. Uh, Sigmund, what did you think of it? Uh, I mean, the win, of course, was tainted by Speed's family holiday to Florida. Uh, yeah, reading, that's, that's very that true. what you will. Uh, I don't think it's indicative. Do you think, do you think, uh, do you think in, come the end of the season, that could really cost the Bricks? I think that depends whether you consider the Bricks as a top two contender. Uh, TSM, Barca, Dingatus and themselves are all capable of it uh, but I think this definitely diminishes their chances Yeah, that's that's definitely true um, Yeah, but I mean that Game 5 overtime as a Triple Trouble fan that was absolutely ridiculous the highs and the lows Cassio uh, missing an easy chance and then Triple Trouble yeah, eventually managing to get game. the win It was a really messy game uh, speaking, speaking, speaking of messy, uh, Mouse's defense uh, certainly wasn't messy as they managed no. to. Uh, well, that was later on against Triple Jungle, but first of all, they lost three one to TSM. It was a pretty straightforward series for TSM. I ignite picking up maybe an undeserved player of the week. I think Mouse definitely could have had some shouts for their series later. I, but I, mean, I would have given it to a lot hands. Yeah. Down. That's but yeah, so Mal- TSM 3-1 against Mouse Sports. That's a good start for TSM. Um, and then next up, Vitality against PSG. Vitality were dominant here. Um, I think it's it's safe to say that they put in a really, really good performance. Um, and that's de- they're definitely showing that they've stopped playing three games of ones at the same time. It's they're looking very, very scary. The more they connect up on their passes, the more they stop their double commits. I, I expect them to actually win the regional championships. I would not be surprised. Kadop can keep his streak going. Yeah, he's getting um, flip resets now on stream. Like yeah, this guy, exactly. He's getting it's, good. Well, when, it's re- they are looking very scary. When, when Kadop's on a roll, he's unstoppable. But can't stop the Kadop. Yeah. 
was he acquired by Vitality or did Dignitas drop him by never? Yeah, no. So I, I think it was he wanted to join Vitality and then Vitality bought him out. Okay. That yeah. seems like the most logical sort of event. A dig probably um, tried to get as much money out of that as they could. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, right, so next up was uh, Triple Trouble against Mouse, which was, uh, again, as a Triple Trouble fan, a very hard series to watch. Um, the Mouse Sports pulling out a ridiculous number of saves. I think it was something like 37 in the four-game yeah. series. I just... The, I, it's hard to describe. I honestly thought Triple Trouble played better than they did. Yeah, in their exactly. First series. Triple Trouble looked their they, offense. They had really so good. many great plays. Yeah, so many but great like plays. Every, so many every time they target. made a great play, you've just got a mouse sports player pre-jumping the save and just they get it easily. They it was absolutely ridiculous displays of defense from mouse sports. Um, I think someone on mouse sports definitely deserved player of the week. Yeah, I mean, I was looking at the stats. Triple Trouble hit like twice as many shots. Yeah, exactly. They hit something like fifty-five shots. Still scored twice as many goals as them. Exactly. It's just it. It it was ridiculous. It was a ridiculous series. And Triple Trouble, they'll be they'll be kicking themselves that they've lost that because their matchups against Mouse Sports at DreamHack they crushed them. There was that clip of where they, oh, where they, where they were basically just mucking about and they own gold to get the Brazil in the last game. It's just like it's to go from that to losing while at the same time having over fifty shots is not where you want to what what you want to be happening. And that was this was Triple Trouble's game that if they won this, they're two and they're two and zero. Oh. That's top six almost secured with their RLCS spot for next season. But now. That that the speed joining Flipside is definitely looking like it's hurt them. You know who Mouse reminds me of right now? They remind me of like season four, uh, I guess season five complexity, season four method. Because you've got this really solid defense. You got Tigre and Alex one six one playing very good defense. Even a lot, a lot's de- yeah, a lot's defense was. But then a lot's offense is is just stole the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, his because the thing is like so. I w- the main reason I doubted this move the, in the beginning was that Tigre and Alot typically have quite a similar... They're both definitely a way more offensive players. And I wasn't sure if that was going to work. But, I mean, they've clearly found a way to make it work. I mean, Tigre did not score a goal that series. Well, one of the things which I think helped the, the method, or former method roster, was that they, they sort of were able to play around each other. A lot uh, compared to sort of some other teams, which we're sort of floundering in a time where I don't want to say rotation was lacking, but it certainly wasn't as good as it was now. Yeah, that's definitely true. They they really did find a play style to play around a lot, and I think Mets was a big part of that, which was one of the reasons why they did so badly last season. Yeah, Greasy was way too aggressive for that same style to work. Mm-hmm. Right, so the final series of the day, Dignitas, the, who hadn't lost a European RLCS game for something like a year, and first game of the season, they lose to Barca 3-1. Could this be the beginning of a huge season for the, the newly promoted side? 
Uh, absolutely. I mean, they sort of showed it at Leipzig when they took it to Game 7 against Dignitas. I would have preferred to see that game in the final, but, you know, got slightly unfortunate with seedings. Uh, we see it a lot across multiple games where after around a year, uh, I mean, it's been more than a year for Dignitas. They've had more than their fair share of wins. Uh, the team just sort of starts to fall apart no matter what they try. Uh, and I think Dignitas have reached that point now. Well, it's also, they've made a roster move. Um, yeah. I think Yukio is really good, but I, I definitely think some people will probably be seeing that as a slight downgrade from from somebody like K-Dop, who's just such a good player. He's just so strong. Indeed. My hot take is that I don't think Dignitas is going to make the World Championships this season. That is a that, hot that take a, and a half. That was a spicy take. Um, yeah. There is another explanation uh, Dignitas haven't played any official games since Leipzig, whereas Barcelona have had limited practice in the ESL Spain qualifiers. That's true. But well, the ESL Spain was with uh, by Mateos yeah. right, instead of Alpha. I definitely think the, the fact that you've got Bluey and Devo and I think by Mateos and Roken now living in Spain, uh, that's definitely helping them. The but yeah, so that that is a huge benefit for them. The fact that they've got training facilities f- provided by Barcelona rather than when they were Orglas, whatever they can muster. Yeah. Just keep thinking of that picture of Bluey. Oh God, Bluey's room with just Barcelona oh, everywhere. <laughs> oh, what well, what on? a photo. Um. Right. So the league. So th- this. Put, so the league table. Then we've got. Somehow, Dignitas and PSG, who both qualified for the World Championship last season, both of them in the bottom two, and then TSM and Vitality, both in the top two, and then Mouseports, Triple Trouble, Barcelona, and the Bricks finishing out the top six. Is there any chance that this is the table at the end of the season? Absolutely not. Uh, I, I would not at all be surprised if Triple Trouble lost for next five, uh, and same for same for Mouse. Uh, that being said, PSG haven't been looking hot pretty much since they qualified uh, to uh, to the uh, no the, the World Cup uh, World E-League. Championship. Last oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, e League, they fell flat. Uh, yeah, they they were at WSOE, and did, did they even make playoffs there? Beat G two, but since G two beat TSM, they couldn't make it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and then Leipzig, uh. they they didn't make top eight, did they? Mm-hmm. Well, to be fair, Leipzig was ridiculously stacked. Not making top eight is yeah, that's nothing. Nothing to cry about. Yeah. Made it to day two, which is more than TSM could say. Yeah, exactly. They made, which is a lot more than a lot of our. Right, so next week's games, we kick off with an absolutely huge one Barcelona against Vitality. Two teams who looked very good this week. Uh, Sigmoid, who you got winning? Uh, Barcelona, 3 1. Oh, 3 1. Yeah, I, I I kind of need them to take it as well for the fantasy. We'll we'll get onto that later. But, oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I see. Uh, beyond that, uh, I, I think Vitality are going to lose their composure faster than uh, people imagine. Which which is I, why I've. Got I'd them. almost say the same thing about them because they're a young team. 
and especially with someone like Bluey, who's definitely known for being for being slightly hot headed. Uh, tell me about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fair though, I mean they've got a world champion and a DreamHack champion. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, saying that, after Bluey kind of lost it last summer, I think he's matured from that experience. Uh, and I reckon he was probably struggling at the time because of exams and stuff like that. That's true. Swami, what about what, who have you got taken? Oof, this one is probably the hardest one for me, but I'm going to give it to Vitality. I, I'm sticking by my support of them winning the regional championships. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely inclined to agree with you there. I mean, they really looked good yesterday, so... Two days ago, was it? Yeah, two days ago. I've got... I mean, I've also got Vitality probably in four or five. I doubt it's going to be a sweep. Um, I could very easily see this game going to a game five, but I mean, either way, it's going to be a great series. Next up is Dignitas versus PSG. Swami, who you got? Uh, I'm giving it to Dignitas. I'm going to give it a 3-1. Same here. Back in Dignitas, back in form, yeah. I think I'm going to give PSG two games, um, but the thing is, it's hard. PSG, they've got a tough road ahead of them if they even want to finish in the top six. PSG versus Triple Trouble is going to be a huge game later in the season. Um, but yeah, this one, definitely giving it to Dignitas. Uh, Triple Trouble against TSM. Sweet for TSM. Sweet for TSM. Yeah, I, I hate to say this. I'm I'm gonna give Triple Trouble one, but TSM three one. I I I can't see Triple Trouble winning this series at all. If they can get some offense together like they did against Mouse Sports, they could have a chance. If TSM can't produce a ridiculous uh goalkeeping performance, but I don't see I don't see TSM losing. Um, Mouse against Mouse Sports against the Bricks. Uh, I've got 3-1 Bricks written down, but having talked about the Mouse stuff a fair amount, I'm going to change that to 3-2 in favour of the Bricks. Close stuff, close stuff. What about you, Swami? Oh, I mean, I, I just picked up a lot on my fantasy team, and oh, yeah. I'm kind of regretting it, because right now I I just feel like the Bricks are not going to start their season. I think yeah, I think I think with with a... With yeah, with a return to form uh, of speed, uh, as well as the the rest of the team growing into their new roles, especially because they, they only announced Rams as their coach a couple of days before league play. So if he has more time to sort of show his, show them his ideas, then I reckon they'll definitely come out. They'll come out on top here. I think 3-2 as well. Uh, and then the big of the day, Dignitas against Vitality, K-Dop against his form. Who who's taking this, Swami? Can't stop the K-Dop. I mean, Hearts oh. they got their revenge on Dignitas, so Vitality is going to do it as well. Dignitas going zero and two, and I think it's going to be a three-one again. Oh, uh, uh, Sigmund, what about you? I've got this going three-two in favor of Dignitas. I I hope they regain some composure and Snasky's going to going to knock it into them, but. Uh, I've yeah, it's, it's, I've it's also got close. three two dignitas. I've also got three two dignitas. I think it, it's it's so hard to predict. I think it's definitely going to a game five. There'll be some overtimes. It's going to be a brilliant series to close out the the EU broadcast. 
But yeah. moving away from EU, uh, we we now move over to the newest RLCS region, which is South America. The Rocket Street Grand Series kicked off this week. Um, with so it started off with Lotus take down Shootem in a relatively close series. Swami, do you think this is closer than Lotus would have liked? Yeah, I definitely think that, um, especially in games two and three, which Lotus lost to Shootem. Uh, those were both only one goal losses, but uncharacteristic whiffs for the team. They weren't connecting on their passes. And shoot them to their credit, they did really well to capitalize and, you know, the openings that, that Lotus gave them. But yeah, I think exactly. later in the series, and Lotus, not close. Lotus have, co- have pretty pretty much unanimously been seen as the second best team behind Erodium uh, in this region for quite a while. Um, do you think that could be coming to an end now with the, their closed series here? Um, after seeing Loki, which was, uh, you know, the other team that I had, you know, in that second spot. Yeah. After seeing them lose to NC Sports today, or on Sunday, I definitely think that Lotus is looking in fine form to take that second spot. Well, because of, because of the way the format works, getting second place, it doesn't give you the big as big an advantage as it does in NA and EU. So, do you think even if they don't make that top two seed, they can still come back to finish in top two in the playoffs and then reach RLCS? Absolutely, I think Lotus has the experience and the pedigree to perform within their region to do that. Yeah, good stuff. So, next series was a. It was an absolute blowout. Ints sweeping fantasy death. Who really they they didn't look like they didn't look fantastic. But then after that, we had Loki taking down Orchid, which was a, a, which Orchid on paper they looked like a team who could challenge uh, those those top teams. So could this could this win for Loki help to help uh, put them in that top two spot for playoffs? Uh, after their loss to Ints, I I don't know if Loki will be able to come back and take that second seed spot, to be honest. All right. You know, beating Orchid, I think, was a pretty strong showing because Orchid, I think, yeah. is in the minds of many a dark horse to make it in. So it's a, it's a win over them. Mm-hmm. So after that, we had another two sweeps. So we had Lotus sweeping Fantasy Death and Erodium sweeping G-Factor Galaxy. That was a, a great start for Erodium, uh, who are pretty much unanimously seen as the top team after their performances in the Grind series. Um, when we reach, uh, And then after this, Ince managed to join Lotus, being on 2-0, two, two because uh, they beat Loki in a close 3-2 series. Could Ince have given themselves a huge step up on the long road to New Jersey? Absolutely. I think Ants surpassed expectations uh, far and away, especially uh, the player that uh, really impressed me on the Ants roster was Matty. Uh, usually people look at Reppy because he, he played alongside Card and Tander for so long. He's been at yeah. top competitions, but Maddox was just a monster in offense. He was nailing pretty much all the shots that he put on that. So I, I have a lot more respect for Ants right now, and I'm definitely going to be keeping my eye on them. Good stuff. So, if we look at if we take a look at the league table, Lotus, Ints, and Erodium all 
on all with zero losses after the first week. Lotus and Intel two wins are only on one. Uh, Loki, Shootem, also Loki ended up one and one, and then Shootem, Orchid, and G Factor all end up zero and one. With Fantasy Death losing all six of their opening that of their opening games, which really is not the start you want in the RLCS. Um, so moving on now, we've got predictions. So first game, we've got Orchid against G Factor Galaxy. Uh, Sigmoid, who you got taking this? Uh, I've got Orchid taking it three one. Uh, I hope G Factor Galaxy picks up a game because they're, they're going to need the momentum going forward. Uh, Sami, what? Who you got? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll agree. I'll give it to them 3-1 as well. Um, only because I haven't seen too much out of G-Factor Galaxy yet. I'm not so certain of what they're capable of. I do know Orchid is capable of taking the win, though. So I feel like I feel like Orchid are just going to... If they, if they play like they, they... If they play how they're capable of playing, I think that they can very easily take this in a sweep. So I've got Orchid taking it 3-0. Next up, we've got Fantasy Death versus Shoot'em. Um, two of the maybe two of the weaker teams in the league, Swami. Who you got winning this? Uh, just because they took Lotus to five games, I'm gonna give it to Shootem. Uh, because the games they did win against Lotus, I don't think were necessarily just Lotus playing badly. I think Shootem on their game, I think they can pull out a lot of crazy moves. So I'm gonna give it to them three two. So, Moid, who you got taking this one? Hot take. I don't think Fantasy Death is going to get a single game this season. That is that not like this. That would be absolutely Good awful. Uh, I mean, it, it's we've had close shaves before, I think. Um, you know, we've, we've had some poor teams in the past, but this, this team genuinely looks like they could manage it. Uh, I know they, not, they had yeah. they had know, tough man. competition. A, he's a known player in the region. Yeah, they, they have known players, but you know, if you're losing, uh, let's look at these scores. You know, six two that last game against Dints, five uh, two against Lotus, three zero in game one. You can't be losing by margins like that in the top league, even in a in a minor region like Sam. You're definitely right. Fantasy death. Right. Um. I mean, I've got. Yeah. I think Shootem taking this one. It, again, it could very easily be death. Could be staring the an O and twenty one season right in the face. But I think I, I'm going to give him one game here. I think three one Shootem. Next, the, this next game, however, I'm pretty sure game five we've got Loki against Lotus. The sort of Lotus have been a team who have been you know, at the top of South America for, you know, two, three years. Uh, they won the, the South American Championships, which was the first sort of big event. But Loki have been looking good recently, even if they did uh, end up losing to Ints in the end. So I've got Loki taking this one in five. So three, two Loki. Swami, what about you? Uh, I think that after last week, I think Lotus is going to take this in five games. Lotus at their best against Fantasy Death looked better, in my opinion, against Orchid at uh, their best. I've got Lotus taking this one in five as well. I think it's going to be really close down to the wire. All game fives. Yeah. Better be. I want that content. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's going to be proper Rocket League. You know, yeah, exactly. None of the mind games, just you know, three guys on either side. 
Right, next up, we've got what should be a relatively simple game, Ints versus G-Factor Galaxy. Uh, Sigwood, who you got Who you got winning out? Ints 3-1. Uh, G-Factor Galaxy, uh, of course, uh, the Chilean team in the event, uh, not well-known at all. Uh, Pancito has got a Liquipedia page. Well, that's that's literally all the information we have because their only results are from the Grind Series and the Grand Series qualifiers. Uh, hopefully, they get that game because, you know, it, they, they're playing Orchid and Ints in the same week. It, Orchid's sort of the Dark Horse character. They they should be at least top six. Uh, Ints, top four competitors. That they need some momentum going forward. Yeah, that's definitely true. Swami, do you think do you think this is going to be a sweep? Will G Factor lose another sweep? I think so. I think um, I think a lot of these Sam teams really do play off of momentum, and especially after that win over Loki, I think it's is going to just come out and stomp G Factor. I I think I I'm definitely agree there. I think it's going to be a pretty easy time for ints three i've got a 3-0 sweep and on to the final series we've got erodium playing their probably what's probably going to be their first relatively close game against orchid um i think erodium erodium are going to win this but i reckon orchid can very easily get a game or two easily yeah I mean, I, I feel like Erodium could be one of those teams where relatively close just means forcing a game to overtime. Uh, I've got them taking it 3-0, but uh, Orca getting a game is well within the realms of possibility. I agree with that completely. Um, I, I think it's going to be a 3-0, but if Orchid gets a game, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I think the only surprising thing would be if Orchid actually managed to win the series. And with the way Erodium's playing right now, they're just on a completely different level, even from Lotus and Loki. Right, well, that wraps up the predictions, and with it, that wraps up the RLCS recap this week. Uh, we'll move on now to the events, uh, onto other tournaments that took, play this, took place this week, starting off in OCE, where since there was no league play, uh, we had all our results come from Yummy Cheeseman's gauntlet that he's been running. Uh, we've had four so far where Chiefs have been pretty dominant so far. They won the first three. However, just when it looked like they were going to take off out of order, uh, having recently been dropped by the org, they, they fought back in a ridiculous reverse sweep. Could this be... Sigmoid, could these gauntlets be spelling the beginning of the end for the sort of the dominance of the top two Chiefs and Icon over the rest of OCE? If anything, it's probably just the beginning for the new Chiefs roster. Uh, their performances at WSOE and D League were lacklustre at best, uh, but they seem. We got to remember found... E League was still with E League was still with Drippe. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I, I get the feeling by that point he might have known he was leaving anyway. Uh, if his moves don't just pop out of nowhere uh, and for them to happen over the Christmas holiday, or or just afterwards, as it was with Drippe. Uh, they must have started before then. Um, That's true. I reckon Drippe was probably even looking for offers on his own accord. Perhaps, yeah. I well, instead, what I'm curious to find out is: Did EG approach Drippe before or after Chicago was bought out by G2? Because it would have been interesting to see if they were, you know, planning on replacing somebody else with Drippe. 
That's, that's a possibility, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be the uh, first the time it Timeline for these days. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if EG was making a move like that because that they've been fourth for like two seasons on the bounce now. Yeah, exactly. They've got, to, they've got to bring in some form of big change. I mean, season five wasn't even that bad a disappointment. They made it to fifth, sixth. Uh, and although they lost like the big drama game against Chiefs, God, I still remember that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was that was a that was a fun one. Yeah, they, 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 they made the change, and either they made the change or they got forced into making a change again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it'll come out of the woodwork at some point. We'll yeah, see. exactly. Right. So the regional events definitely didn't go without uh, controversy. Uh, we had two cases of false identity, resulting in two cases of disqualif- of immediate disqualification. So. First off, we had the ESL Masters Spain, where, well, this is what the press release said, according to uh, people. After finishing this qualifier, ESL has learnt after a series of tests that the players Dementsa and Vortex, members of Crazy Crew, have taken the identity of the Money Team and Alan, members of Nymeria Reborn. So for context, Crazy Crew qualified in, I think, the first ESL qualifier, uh, for the this is for the the ESL Master Spain, which is a league, an online league that results in an offline qualifier where two uh, two players in the roster have to be Spanish. It, it so, wasn't the first qualifier. They well, okay, it was March. It was pretty recent. Uh, it the, yeah, it, it was recent. So so Dementa and Vortex, who are on Crazy Crew, uh, who they qualified in the fir- in one of the first qualifiers. It might have been the Movistar Esports Series qualifier. Um, and then in the fourth qualifier, they basically pulled an Eventic. So they had Vor- Dementia and Vortex were playing on the accounts of the Money Team and Allen, who are players of Nymeria Reborn. And all four of those players ha- have now been banned from any ESL competition. And I think it's also come out any Golden Dust competition, which is another Spanish one, for two years which is a very um, big punishment. Um, what do you what do you make of the of the lengthy punishment? Uh, I mean, I've, we've seen longer lengths elsewhere. Um, That's definitely true. I think it's match fixing, and that should not be tolerated at all. And if players are found out to have well, we haven't we in within Rocket League, we haven't really had a big case of match fixing. Uh, but I mean, I. I really think that a harsh punishment for this is deserved, especially considering how many teams just recently have been accused and found guilty. Of yeah, exactly. I mean, it begs the question, with all these teams being found, how long has it been going on for? How far back are we going to have to look for other cases of this? Because it, it happened in Smash where for you know years, players have been showing prize pools and it was only once a couple of players got ousted for it, they found out that basically everyone was doing it. Yeah. Um, what What's curious is the fact that um, the two other members of Crazy Crew's roster, including Wolves on the Moon, who a lot of you might remember from the infamous Bim Bam clip, as well as his run, his RLRS run with Soul Gaming, later transferred to Most Wanted, later transferred to ERA Eternity. So they are keeping their spot. Um, because apparently they were the ones who reported it to Spain. Is that is that just a, so? Is that is that fair? Because they have such freedom to pick a third. 
Uh, I mean, they've got room to pick a third out of all the players which haven't qualified already. Uh, and the pool's looking pretty But that, that is a lot of players. It's a lot of players, but like uh, some big names retired recently. Uh, was it Roken, uh, the Finnish player? He retired recently after being dropped by Villarreal. Hold on a minute. Nah, that's Andem. Andem. Roken's good old savage manager. Never mind. Barcelona. Never mind. Let's get the right page up. Uh, yeah, uh, I suggested D7 earlier while we were off stream. He just retired as well. Uh, the Getaf, uh, dropped a player yesterday who's a potential candidate for it, but I'm, I'm not convinced they have such a large pool of players to pick from. Well, uh, yes, yeah, Stake is on a different team who qualified. His, I think it's him, Shakaron, and some. Ooh. One other, yeah, stake SMUU. Ah, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and they qualified through the Movistar qualifier. Um, the next, so then we've got to, we move on to our to our other case, uh, which is in the the Asian Pro League. So Power Gaming, uh, dis- after a complaint from o- from Oshtek Warriors, uh, it was discovered that Power Gaming's uh, Brownie was actually his account was actually being used. And named Yaya. Um, this was a much lighter punishment because basically all that happened was they got DQ'd from the Asia Pro League. That's it. Um, but do you think so? This decision, so the, the, as well as that, they decided to give all the other teams, even the ones who had lost to Power Gaming, a four-zero victory. Um, was that was that the right decision for the admins to make? I mean. Uh, you you can't really have other teams uh, just getting a free win off it. Uh, I I can't recall off the top of my head which teams benefited most from the disqualification and the reassigning of scores. But I feel like allowing some teams to have that loss where other teams have gained a free win is unfair on the teams that did lose. Um, yeah, I, I reckon it didn't have too too much of an issue. Yeah, I don't think in in the end I didn't. Th- that because the main impact was on the Chinese teams who had lost pretty much every series. Yeah. Um, but neither of them, but like in order for them to qualify, I think, I think in order for one of them to qualify, they had to sweep their series and Justice Esports then had to get swept twice in best of sevens. And there's no way that happens. So to be fair, they did almost get swept twice. So that's true, but. At the same time, I'm pretty sure that which I think it yeah. was either our, I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure think, that team they still lost. I think it would have been yeah, Edward Gaming possibly sweeping theirs uh, and then yeah. Justice losing both the others because it was LGM but qualified over Justice as a result of yeah exactly uh, EDG mm-hmm. losing. So the speaking of the Asia Pro League, so League Play finished last Saturday. Uh, Oshtek Warriors completed the 7-0 season. Uh, they got two back-to-back sweeps against one any Glory Stone and Justice Zero. The other three teams making it to the final are LGM and then the two one any teams. One any a is it Aegis or a- a- Aegis? Yeah. Uh, and and also our one uh, one any Glory Stone. Does this this could look bad for Asia as a region because Oshtek Warriors they're Saudi Arabia which do you? Some people wouldn't really classify as part of Asia, 
So like, and like they've been playing with 150 ping. So surely this makes the rest of the region look bad. Uh, I mean, is is not Saudi Arabia technically in Asia? It is in Asia, but the distance reduces, like, increases their ping a lot, which is a massive. Yeah, their ping. I know their ping is generally is better to EU. Ping to EU is much better. But Uh, even then, I mean, Ahmed and Fasul and Khalid, they all play with uh, high ping on EU servers. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, given nothing that they're not used to. Yeah, it's 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 not the best situation for them. Given their isolation from the other regions anyway, it's hard to quantify how much of an achievement it is. Uh, Yeah. I mean, Sionx's decision not to let teams which are not in RLCS-eligible countries participate uh, in the nearest qualifier is at least questionable now, uh, given they've just, you know, destroyed the entire Asia region. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Fasul, uh, I forget who it was that they played in doubles on Johnny Boy's stream recently, but they took a win against an EU team. So definitely world class players. At least Ahmed is. No right. So moving, moving over into Europe, into into Bel, into Flanders in Belgium, we had the conclusion of the Kaiser League season three which happened over the weekend. So Echo Zulu won it for the first time over MCON, which is the first time that in the event's Rocket League history that MCON haven't taken the victory. But it was the victory was overshadowed by complaints about packet loss as well as frame drops on the PCs. Could these technical like these technical issues, they pretty much make the they they pretty much make the result like not really respective of the abilities of the teams, surely? Uh, I mean, the, people talk about being in the zone psychologically. Uh, I, I personally feel it more when I'm playing by myself. But in team games, I just uh, I don't get it as much. Um, hardware issues, however, I think they're going to be unavoidable, especially for smaller lands like the Kaiser League. Uh, I still think the fact that they have packet loss, like, does it say something about Psionics and Bill, that they're forced to play with packet loss all week all day? On at a LAN, surely they should be being able to use the online, the offline server functionality game. Yeah, I, I don't know how that one can happen. Uh, I, I myself yeah, that get... actually makes no sense to me. Because uh, they... I've de- I definitely remember when they first released the offline mode. There was there were a lot of people having problems with that. I remember at Gfinity, for example, they used that they they played with uh, they just played online games. But even if that's still happening to this day, that doesn't look good for Psionics. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time Psionics had made a boo-boo with something. The community's probably going to brush it off regardless of how bad it is or was. That is, that's true, given that it was a pretty small, pretty small event. I mean, saying that Dutch Rocket League seems to be having a resurgence, they, they haven't had much success since... Uh, well, they've got Remco and Violent yeah. Panda. They've got Remco and Violent Panda, but that's, that's two players. They, they don't yeah, you've got individual roster. players rather than a team. I mean, uh, we used to have the same problem with like uh, British players. Like, Yeah. We, we, had Mystic, now... we had Mystic and Marky on flip side for a bit. Uh, and then Marky got kicked out in favour of Yukio. Yukio. Uh, and but then now that, we've got Barca it. player in the yeah. RLCS. 
Yeah, we've we got Bass playing the RLCS. We've got Speed and Mystic Ignite. on the flip side. Uh, yeah, yeah, I Ignite, Ignite playing, well. playing on TSM. Uh, hopefully, I mean, it was disappointing that Echo Zulu didn't make it to the RLRS despite the massive overperformance at Leipzig. Uh, and I only say it's definitely inflated the expectations for them. Yeah. Uh, perhaps uh, the seeding might have affected them slightly because despite placing, was it top eight? Yeah, uh, but they, they were still like fourth seed. Uh, I I can't remember. The problem, yeah, the it was it was hard. Funds. The seed, it was a really hard time. They didn't qualify for the Renegade Cup, Cup finals. They were something like, like they if basically they would have qualified for the finals had anybody except ARG won the final monthly, and then ARG or it had anyone or it had any of the teams above them in the leaderboard. Pretty much all of the top six except ARG. So they did get kind of hard done by there. Yeah. Right. Move, moving on to the the final event of the week. It was we had the Collegiate Rocket League finals uh, taking place. Uh, it was the first. It's basically the first fruition of the partnership between Psionics and E League that was announced a month or so ago. Um, it was. It ended up with the University of Akron winning. 4-2 against the University of Central Florida. There was no prize pool of scholarships this time round. It was a, it was more of a, a, of a show match. Is this, yeah. but is this a good start for the, for this, what could be a key partnership in Rocket League esports? Absolutely, I think this is a really big start. Um, it's at a, at least in NA in the US, at a fairly notable event, the NCAA Final Four Fan Fest sports and basketball in particular are so big here you really can't get much better exposure than this and yeah uh, exactly that's that's definitely a good a good start it's got exposure but they're 18 months down the line from the first crl i i've hoped they'd have made a bit more progress by now to be honest uh and we do have we do have like i think this is the first time we're in the crl final We've actually had an RLC, an, an, a player in the RLCS ecosystem. I think it's Demonator. RLRS, yeah. yeah. Uh, who qualified for the RLRS a week or so ago. Race so there has were, been, there I, were CRL has players been um, during the regular season that were RLRS caliber. Um, even Lachinia was playing in yeah, the Yeah, I remember seeing Lachinia, but his team didn't qualify. Uh, they just don't seem to have much luck when it comes to CRL. Uh, the mm-hmm. one really interesting thing about these CRL teams is they really focus on their chemistry and working together. And yeah. I think that's why you find that just having a big name on your squad doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be making it to a land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, with, right. oh, yeah, with oh, Demonator right. making it to VRLS, maybe he didn't have enough time to practice with his college mates. I'm not sure if he played an awful lot because it was a four-man squad, though. It was a four-man squad. Um I actually did not catch too much of the southern region, I think it was. Yeah, I was watching South America. But it looked like uh it looked like UCF really. They made it through easily, but Akron was just too strong. Yep. Right, um, moving on. We've got well, one the, last thing though on the CRL oh, one thing, last thing. because it's connected to the E League thing. Uh they actually are going to be showing some highlights from this on TBS. It's an American channel. Yeah, that's going to be 12. that's going to be exciting, yeah. and also the RLCS documentary, or that that E League are producing. 
it is another case of if you're European, unlucky, you're not going to catch it. Yeah. Though, which I got that with the Counter Strike yeah. stuff back when they were covering that. Uh, it's a shame. And even even with the past E League tournaments, they've made content. They've made Rocket League extra content that no one from Europe's been able to watch, yeah. which is really annoying. Uh, to be honest, I haven't even seen any of that content. I mean, hopefully we'll catch a European version of this soon. Uh, I mean, in the UK, I forgot the British Esports Championships. That's uh, below 18 years old. Uh, there's one in Germany, I think, uh, which does... There, there, there is a UK... You- uh, there is there is, there is, lots of stuff going across Europe for schools. It's just not anywhere near as well publicised by the Yeah, exactly. It's not publicised and it's not got the... I mean, we, we just haven't got the people for it. I mean, mm-hmm. everyone else is just playing, I don't know, is it Apex at the minute? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Right. Okay. So far, so moving on now, we've got, we're moving on to fantasy. So the Rocket League Garage fantasy, um, we've got our sort of our leaderboard in third place with 2,603 points is Swami. Second place with 2,835 is Sigmoid. And then mm-hmm. obviously it's definitely not rigged or anything. I'm in first place with 3,425 points. What 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 went wrong for you guys? I mean, you know, I've got I've got this easy win, six hundred points clear. Well, I was scammed because OCE decided to have their league play start a week later than everyone else, and I of course had Express from Icon on my squad. So. Oh, that's that's rough. Uh, points there. First off, I had a mismatch in roles. I had I think it had Bluey on offense when he he looked like he'd started playing more defensively. Uh, for the Barcelona roster. To be fair, going into RLCS, Bluey has definitely historically been a pretty offensive player. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's all the players both, both on the, week. Uh, both on the field and to his teammates. Uh, Alpha, <laughs> yeah. uh, Alpha did hard carry that uh, that game, though. So maybe that's Good thing I had him in my team, then. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've added him for the upcoming week, uh, replacing Bluey and adjusting the roles. Uh, I've yeah. also... Uh, I got rid of Scrub because he's got to play two really difficult games this week. Uh, yeah, that's true. And I think, yeah, I've replaced him with Gimmick, uh, my, my first American player of the season. It's probably going to be all American Ooh. by the end of the season. I wouldn't be surprised. Swami, what's what's your mindset going into the... Uh, I cut Express because he, uh, he, of course, purposefully lost me points. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I, I cut Express and I picked up Coyote. Uh, oh yeah, that that South American power is going to be very big. Math, uh, his teammate just popped off this week, so he he did really well. But I I have faith that Kaya is going to have more consistent, you know, top quality performance. Yeah, and I cut Rizzo for a lot because a lot just absolutely. Oh yeah, a lot a lot was amazing. I'm not entirely convinced that he's so good every week in week out, but if he brings up that performance again he'll be a really strong fantasy player especially because he's so cheap he yeah. played better in in that series against triple trouble than he did all last season so yeah i have a little bit of faith in last that. season was rough for him though makes you wonder if they'll adjust the prices as they go for that though because you know if i'm not lot... sure if they will because what happens if you then want to make a change that involves selling a player and adding someone else, you could end up with extra money. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've had it before in other games where they let you keep the money. That that can work. It's yeah, I think I remember that from from Fancy Premier League, but I don't think that I'm not sure that would work here. Structure. 
And especially given how short the league play is. Absolutely, yeah. It's yeah. probably not too necessary. All right, move, moving on to my team. So I had really bringing it home for me, getting 759 and 722 points. Then Alpha, Ignite, and Garrett G all scoring in the in the mid 500s. But Yukio, uh, he disappointed. I had faith in him, but he didn't live up to my expectations. So I've cut him in favor of Torment, who was a very similar price. He did he did pretty well this week, and he's I've put uh, he's been historically he's like last season was really good for Cloud Nine. So I can see him popping off again this uh, this time next week. He's one of those players you could put in any position. And yeah, exactly. I mean, I've put him on in defense, but that's only because that's the posi- that's the position that I had Yukio. It made sense to put him there. But like historically, he's been more defensive. But last season, he really opened up his offense, which helped Cloud9 win. In, in uh, this past weekend, I think he got more points for offense. Mm-hmm. Right, so moving on, we've got our trivia for um, I'm going to be asking five questions and I'm going to keep a running total of their, of, of how well you guys are doing. So, and then we'll see who wins at the end. So you guys both ready? All right. Uh, yes, as well how, how do you want us to do this? Uh, do you want, do you want us to well, I'll just Discord do... or? No, it's just, just say what your answers are and don't cheat. Please okay. don't, don't cheat guys. I, I trust you. So, uh, so question. So, I'll, I'll probably I'll ask you one by one. So, question one. I'll give you a few seconds to answer. How many saves did Mouse Sports make in Game Four against Triple Trouble? Was it eleven, twelve, thirteen, or fourteen? You repeat the question, please. How many saves did Mouse Sports make in Game Four against Triple Trouble? Was it eleven saves, twelve saves? 13 saves or 14 that's that's an awful lot for one game yeah, yeah. exactly i'm gonna go 13 i've got I have 12 no idea. i'm gonna go 12. The, an- the correct answer is 13 so oh, army gets a point for that one um lucky number 13 so the lowest seed to make it into the north american rival series were upper 90 esports but what seed were they uh your answers are your options are six 11, 17, or 19, with a bonus point if you can say which team they beat when they, to make it into the RLRS. Oh, no. Doesn't sound good. 17. Uh, team's Swami? not coming to me. I think I watched that series as well. Oh, yeah, Swami, yeah, what have you got? team is not coming to me either. Ah. Uh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say they were the 11th seed. Oh, he's got it again. <sighs> Lucky. That's I, I, I'm, I'm just going to forego the second part. I have no idea. So they beat Onset uh, to, yeah. to make it into the rival series in the upper bracket. So next up, how many times has Turbo Pulsar won the European Regional RLCS Regional Championship? And another bonus point coming if you can say which seasons he won. Is the answer two? Three, four, or five? Are we including when he was a sub or not? If you want. Oh, come on. <laughs> All right, I'll, okay, I'll give you a clue. Even when he was a sub, uh, Northern, he didn't win. He didn't win. When oh, he was all right. Sub. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Northern three, game. and it was four, five, and six. 
I'm I'm going to go two, and I'm going to go five and six. Two points to Swami. He's got it again. I'm actually killing it. I don't Tur- know how. So Turbo Pulse are looking to to retain as uh, Turbo Pulse as well as Violent retain their their hat trick of EU regional championships. Kadop's in like so, four in a row now, right? Yeah, Kadol. I think I think he's hit. Yeah, because he yeah he well, he won four season in a row, three as well, and yeah. season two he came uh, second with Mocket. Um, right. Now. Next up, we've got how many teams in th- so in this week's RLCS across all three regions. How many teams didn't win a single game? And the bonus point comes if you uh, you get one bonus point for naming each team. So we the the answers are one, two, four, or five. Uh, this is all regions. Yeah. So EU, NA, and South America. All right. It two, and they were Fantasy Death and G Factor Galaxy. Sigmoid. Yeah, he, he's got it right. You, he has, and so have you. So that is three points to both of you. I'm gonna need those. <laughs> You're gonna need those. I, I don't think you. Could, I still get this. Um, and finally, the recent MLB update contained items for how many baseball teams? Um, is it 26, 28, 30, or 32? 30. It's going to be wrong. I've been wrong so far. Swami? Uh, I'm going to go 32 because that seems like a nice amount for a bracket. and I have no idea how baseball works. but Well, a uh, happy change of events. Sig- uh, Sigmoid, you've got this one right. Yes. The answer is 30. However, that is the final question, which means the scores are seven points for Swami and four points for Sigmoid. So, well done, Swami. You're our champion for week one. Ah, oh, what's my prize? Uh, you, you, you get bragging rights. Right, let's go. I'll take it. <laughs> um, right. So that is that's all we got time for today. We will be back next week. But in the meantime, for all your esports updates, you can follow Octane underscore GG on Twitter. As well as the three of us, so I'm at Not Blonde Monkey. We've got at Sigmoid and at Swami underscore Raman. Um, until next week, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.